0: Welcome to episode 26 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. We always leave a little extra at the end for a little OT. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email, <laughs> but no one does. Anyway, I'm Chris, and with me is Ty. You can catch me fawning over Cristiano Ronaldo at CD Villasenor on Twitter.
1: Yeah, and I like to yell at Chris for lots of his bad opinions, like that one. <laughs> you can follow me at scatjk.
0: Well, you know, my I, I have a building World Cup fever. It's it's sort of a it's it's a slow build. These sort of uh, these pool matches, sort of, eh, eh, yeah, right? group stage. Group stage. That's you know, we just kind of make sure that all the right people get through. Yeah, it's nice to see Japan get a W there. I'm rooting for Japan. They're my sort of dark horse. Like well, I can't sort of remember of it.
1: if I related this on the show or not. I think I might have talked about it before we started recording when we had Matt on last week, and I was saying that sort of like have some guilt about the fact that I'm not super sad that the U.S. team didn't make it because now I can just get throw my weight behind like full throated behind my international side. Right,
0: right. It it takes. I don't miss them at all. <laughs> so there <laughs> we So whatever you can you can at me on that one. Anyway, what are we chatting about today? We're just talking about. Competition, you know, goals, decorum versus, you know, what's entertainment. You know, what what makes for good sport? What makes for good entertainment?
1: Yeah, I think uh, that this was, to some extent, inspired by what occurred at the U.S.
0: Open, which we'll touch on. Which we'll uh, touch on. We're going to touch on some of the uh, some of the highest paid athletes in the world. Yeah, we'll also talk a little bit about microtransactions in your gaming world because I think there's a lot. <laughs> I think competition versus entertainment is absolutely uh, is. Is uh, absolutely addressed in that particular uh, area. And, uh, yeah, we'll I think just...
1: we're going to we'll talk about the, the evolution of of entertainment into business. I think is and, and where those lines are. I think that's and, kind of the, the theme.
0: Maybe, we're going we'll for. figure out we'll, we'll figure out the OT when we get there. I have some ideas. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so every year uh, our friends at Forbes pulls out the uh, world's highest paid athletes, and what I like about this list is as an American. You pretty much puts you in your place in terms of <laughs> you know what what people get paid to do in this world if, from a sporting perspective, and I think it's uh, I think when you look at this list, um, it's pretty plain to see that it's it's much more of a global thing. If you want to make the top part of this list, you absolutely have to have a global stage, and, it, and the sports that that show up here are. Are pretty stark and the funny thing is uh our our number one ranked athlete is floyd money mayweather and (laughs) he's a bad person let's just be clear right very yeah but the guy will pull 250 million dollars to fight once a year and this is not a bad thing i mean i guess his name is money i guess he gets it he's the only draw in that whole sport and people like boxing, right? I mean, it's people around the world love to see people punch each other's faces off. It's just it's it's really unfortunate that the
1: you know it's become what it is with all the governing bodies splitting apart and and you know one guy who can sell tickets and it, it never gets hit. Like I think at this point people are just tuning in because they want somebody to drill him.
0: Yeah, but it's it's just not going to happen. It's not, if especially if he's you know, especially fights you know a boxing cupcake like conor mcgregor right which is completely made it's a fight that's just for money you Mm -hmm. know there's no inherent danger to to to, uh to floyd in this in this regard but people love boxing and i'll tell you why i know people love boxing and i know why i i'll tell you right now i love boxing because i saw the creed 2 trailer and i got (laughs) and i got a little excited
1: that's different, though. Like, you're going to watch it. There's going to be a fight scene in that movie where somebody lands 35 punches in a four-minute period.
0: But but here's the thing. When I was a kid, um, boxing was a thing. Like, they showed sure. it all the time. Like, I, like yeah, ABC's, I watched a lot of boxing. Here's, here's where I date myself. Hey, kids, come <laughs> out here. We had three networks when I was a kid. And ABC on Saturday, Saturday afternoon had ABC's Wide World of Sports. And yeah. this old crusty dude named Jim McKay would come on (laughs) and he would talk to you about the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat and boxing was front and center I mean those guys Hector Camacho and you know I mean even guys like Sugar Ray Leonard would fight on wide world of sports like free yeah until somebody figured out that it would be better to put it on closed circuit TV and all this other stuff and which gave birth to pay-per-view and all that but when I was a kid boxing was huge Everybody loved it. It was it was the th- the biggest stars in the world were boxers. Muhammad Ali, most famous athlete maybe who ever lived, boxer. Right? They love them. They love the fighters.
1: That's true. But the thing is, I think what you just described is the kind of the, the through line for this topic that it, it resonates with me is that that the more the money just corrupts everything. Right. Like you start, not that everything, you know, there was no sort of panacea at any one time where there wasn't some corruption or cheating or whatever. Like, you know, there's always been money involved, right? If you're a prize fighter, it's a prize fight. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> They've been fighting for money for a long time.
1: Right. And you could, when you could start betting on that, then you introduce corruption, right? I mean, that's just what it is.
0: But, but it's so popular. It's a sport you could shovel into a pay-per-view situation and people will pay for it. It's that popular. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You can't do this with every sport. You couldn't make the NBA Finals pay-per-view. People would say, F you. <laughs> I'm not watching it. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure.
1: I think, I think if you, if, the, if you, if anytime a series, like the Finals went game seven, it was just on
0: pay-per-view, I think it would do numbers. <laughs> if the Super Bowl was pay-per-view, would it do business?
1: I think at this moment in time, no, but I think like 15 years ago, yes. I think like in the late 90s, I think if the Super Bowl got on pay-per-view, people would have bought it.
0: That's interesting. All right, back to our list. Uh, two and three are soccer players, or footballers. Indeed. If you know, Messi, Ronaldo. You can you can rank him any way you want to. It just depends, <laughs> it just depends on what you value. If you value awesome, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. <sighs> and if you don't, it's Lionel Messi.
1: Whatever, I, I like a guy who can do more than just look like a statue and and Dude, every the guy, time hit hit a good shot every now listen, and then
0: the guys carry well, come on it, we saw what happened Lionel couldn't put a penalty away and cristiano ronaldo took the set piece and totally throated it for the win or for the tie anyway that's fine Spain.
1: i've just watched leo dribble through the defense shake out the keeper and drop one in the net too many times now you, i'm not going to deny that Cristiano's a better set piece player i just think that that is and that's a huge part of the game
0: this is but a LeBron. Me, this is a LeBron Curry argument. No, yeah, yeah for
1: sure. They say it's like it's a get your. It's a, the ability to get your own shot.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, R- Ronaldo I know. was like,
1: "That's not soccer. That's not football. That's that's a that's it's perversion." <laughs> Just, <laughs> everyone's standing still. That's not run a play goals are where it's at. We already I already told you that, that the Nacho run a play goal in the Spain <laughs> uh, Portugal game was superior to any of Ronaldo's set piece miracles. Fine. Anybody sure. can kick a ball that's not moving.
0: Uh, wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wrong. That is a wrong answer. Anyway, uh, number four is Conor McGregor. Yeah, we, that's I recent mean, though, right? That has to do with that payday that he got, right? I mean, most of his payday is is that one fight. And what's funny is that one fight netted Floyd Mayweather two hundred and seventy five million dollars, right. and netted Conor McGregor eighty five. Sure. <laughs> so, I guess 85000000 million I'm not going to I would run. let Floyd punch me In the face for $85 million <laughs> People wouldn't pay To see you get punched In the face though Well some people Are would. you calling me A tomato can <laughs> No Some people would pay To get, see you get punched In the face But you're not wow. going To pay $85 million wow, I it. don't know If I have that man. The Enemies They're, they're going to pay money To watch me get punched <laughs> I just couldn't uh, I just couldn't help myself So number five Is Neymar Yes uh, What is up with Neymar's hair I don't know what he's doing. I, you know what I liked? I liked Neymar when he had that K-pop hair, like yeah. four years ago. The K-pop, yeah. the K-pop Neymar hair was my favorite hair.
1: I, I'm frustrated with Neymar as a Barcelona fan. How are you going to leave something that was just super cool and then go to PSG? I, I, I think I,
0: I think Neymar. I think Neymar's a little overrated. I agree. And uh, and they just kicked the crap out of him the other day. So I don't know. He's not taking Brazil. Brazil's not Brazil's not going anywhere.
1: So, all right. No, so we've that's got a, that's a knockout round loss for coming up. So,
0: so into our, uh, we're just going to cover the top ten here. Uh, s- number seven, Roger Federer. But you skip LeBron. That's okay. I was going to come back to him. Okay. Um, but uh, tennis. Now it's funny because we in America we figure tennis is basically dying. There's only four people on the planet who play it well <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but is it? I think that tennis is completely ripe for the picking. If, you, if someone just needs. We just need to get some exceptional athlete. I mean, the United States Tennis Association is ready to pour a bunch of money and training into somebody who's really, who's well decent. Yeah. But where are these people at? I mean, we had, you know, I think, you know, when I was, when in the late 80s, early 90s, we had the Agassi-Sampras run. Roddick came around a little bit later. They're, I mean, we've always had some decent play. Right now, it's like name three american tennis players jack who are, sock who were worth a crap no they're none john isner like i have to root for no. john isner
1: he's already like
0: 32 he's, i know he's that's what curly... i'm saying it's like it's no jack sock is the best american tennis jesus player jesus
1: christ
0: what what has happened to men's tennis i mean we get you know obviously we have serena who's dominated the sport for 20 years but but I mean, it's 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 awful. Have have you did ever you... seen an interview with
1: Jack Sock? No.
0: Okay. Have I, I seen just... an
1: interview with Jack Sock?
0: <laughs> did they even
1: interview that guy? I mean No, I'm actually curious cuz I, I just I want more information about why he doesn't use his initials. It seems like an odd choice
0: <laughs> to go with Jack Sock. <laughs> I just I was watching the I tried to watch the French Open as much as possible and it is if you're just not an Eastern European person like, like, there's your, that, There's no other tennis players besides Eastern European people.
1: You know how I know I'm getting old? How's that? Because I don't like the grunting anymore. I find it really <laughs> obnoxious. Like, it never used to bother me, and now I turn it on, and I'm like, I don't want to watch this. This is super annoying. Like, shut yeah. up. Shut up. Shut, you can make just, your, like, effort grunt, but you don't have to, like scream every time you hit the ball. So you were watching the Sharapova match is what you were saying. I was actually watching the women's final and they were both they were both just
0: <laughs> Not like grunty, but like bah! like karate it's, screaming.
1: Yeah, like it's not like Ugh! or like Ugh! It's it's like uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's a horrible. I I don't know. I don't know. I just tennis is tennis is funny, but I mean Federer makes a lot of money, but his prize money's low. His endorsements are high. He's one of the right. Highest, you know, his endorsements are off the chart. He's sure. he's got all got, the
1: high class brands. We got the Tag Heuer and the.
0: If you've got a luxury brand, Roger Federer is here for you. Yeah, but uh, he's dumping the swoosh. Interesting. Yeah, well, Uniqlo. You know the brand. Uniqlo. I do. They're I'm a, a big Japanese fan, actually. Yeah, ju- Japanese. I have some Uniqlo stuff. They even make it for fat guys. Um, the <laughs> That's the uh, best part. It's nice. It's good stuff. It's not that expensive either. But they're no. paying him like 30 mil a year for the next 10 years or something to wear Uniqlo. Yeah. Whew. I would take that I'd, deal. I'd dump the swoosh in a heartbeat if some- Uniqlo is sure. gonna roll out back up the Brinks truck like that.
1: Well, and I like it. So I own a number of Uniqlo items and they probably make great athletic because if, 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 all their stuff, the thing about their stuff is it, it fits to size really well. And if you're yeah. getting it custom made, it's probably great.
0: Yeah. It's lightweight. doesn't cost yeah. a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Check out the Uniqlo if you haven't checked it out yet. Buy some, uh, buy some uh, jogger chinos. I have a pair. <laughs> <laughs> I, for some odd reason, that doesn't surprise me. They're like all skin right. tight. Let me jump in. okay, last four. There's two basketball players. We got LeBron. We got Steph Curry, obviously. Yeah. And then two quarterbacks who you wouldn't wipe your ass with, Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford. It's this, like, come it, on. Well, yeah,
1: terrible. these guys are – this is all fresh deal stuff. It's just that's a reset of the market, and it's all salary.
0: Right. My favorite thing about Matthew Stafford is there's a guy who – I forget his name. Oh, Rob Parker. You know Rob Parker? Talk about a guy who says a bunch of stuff that's like wrong all the time. Sure, but he's uh he he he's from Detroit and he hates Matthew Stafford because <laughs> Matthew Stafford doesn't win, but he puts up gaudy numbers. Sure, he calls him Stat Padford. Okay, <laughs> which that's, that's a stretch, but I like it, <laughs> which I think is very clever. Uh, Matt Ryan, I don't know, he's like he's vanilla ice cream, right?
1: Yes, the thing that stuck out most to me about these two guys—the last thing we'll see on the topic before we move on—is that the football players don't make shit in endorsements, and that's because the NFL has almost effectively stamped out all individuality from their sport. Right, and it actually—it's bad for their the NFL as a brand, right? Because anything that happens in the NFL, it's the NFL's fault.
0: Whereas, I mean, like the the, N- yeah. the
1: NBA is shielded by their cults of their little cults of personality, where it's like, no, 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 he did that. That's not on the league. It's a player issue.
0: Yeah, there's no, there's no sport, well certainly not in America anyway, that is more centered on getting you to root for the laundry. Right? Yes. You yeah. are buy the shirt, be a be a fan, you yeah. know, if your favorite player leaves, wipe your butt with him and then <laughs> jump back onto you know, into the whoever's wearing the laundry. Well, you have I mean, to. The
1: average career is what two point eight, three point two years, yeah. Like but that?
0: but basketball is completely different. Basketball, you can follow your favorite player around and root for whatever team he's playing for, and that's it's it's very easy to say, "Oh, I'm a fan of LeBron." So I was a fan of the Cavaliers, and I was a fan of the Heat, and now a fan of the Cavaliers, and I'll be a fan of the Lakers next year. <laughs> I don't really like that. But it's but basketball is built around the individual, and yes. you know, and the NFL is built around the laundry.
1: Yeah, it w- it was super, super, duper weird when people like wore the Colts Broncos split jerseys or the yeah like the Favre no, jerseys with the two. Yeah, that's it's not still
0: no, good because no you're, you're rooting for the laundry. Like Favre leaves Green Bay, it's like see a Favre, you suck. I'm gonna right. go ahead and start. I'm gonna keep rooting for Green Bay. Right. So I'm not following you.
1: Yeah, especially when people, when he was on the Vikings, and then there were people like, well, oh, I like both teams now. And it's like, all right, no. you, <laughs> you can't. Brian Schwartz,
0: chime in on this. Yeah, this anyway.
1: is, NFL is built for tribalism. It's like the last, I don't yeah. even want to call it the last bastion, because so many NFL fans are so terrible. And the NFL itself is like a, is a horrendous enterprise.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, let's jump away from something so crude as football and let's. the frozen tundra and to somewhere more genteel, like the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> where apparently there's only one road that connects the hamptons to anywhere yeah they I don't know.
1: want you they they do not want you to come to the hamptons the,
0: the people in the hamptons don't want you to come there no they're well, not they're interested all fancy, in your right? tourist dollars yeah right paris like all these like new like, york money people like paris hilton showing up and all these other things right that's the deal with the hamptons
1: yeah why can't they fix those beach fences yeah <laughs>
0: They're rickety. Yeah, they put them up one time a hundred years ago. What's going on? <laughs> two hundred years ago, maybe. <laughs> All right, so we went out to Shinnecock Hills um, for the U.S. Open, and it, it turned into kind of a shit show. Sure, I mean, basically,
1: it had a it had a, it had a moment there.
0: Right now, regardless of. This is funny because no one really cares that Brooks Kepka won and he's the first two-time winner in 30 years. Like, no one cares. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Everyone... A, so uh, the US... Yeah, the USGA... The USGA has made this one event about them. Sure. As opposed to about... Golf. Like, every other event... Like, well, most every other event. Other, like, the Masters is about sort of the Masters. But... They still celebrate their champions. I mean, you still see, like, they talk about green jackets and all this stuff, and they celebrate the player. Man, the USGA is not interested in selling you the players at all. They're about, this is about us. This is about this course. And this is about how hard we're going to make these guys, you know, how terrible we're going to make their lives for four days. <laughs> and I'm not sure I'm entertained by that. It, it, it's interesting because I feel like they're
1: really trying to ride the lightning because I actually do like the idea that you're going to say par is the score we're shooting for to win the tournament. Like, I don't have a problem with that as a philosophy. And with as good as the equipment, as good as the players are these days, you really do have to make the course, I mean, almost impossible. And, of course, a dude like Zach Johnson's going to bitch because like, he's got no shot. Right. Well, he didn't so, have a shot anyway. Right, and that's what I'm saying is that, like, the, but but they're saying you know the argument from the players is not a, it's not a true test of golf, and it's like I think it's more that it's just not what you're used to. I
0: don't now, think it's I don't think it's a true test of golf because unless you're unless you're an elite bomber, you've got no chance at the U.S. Open. Fair enough. I mean, I think that's the I think that's what it comes down to. The U.S. Open has become they've morphed it into this thing where we're going to come to your town. We're gonna come to you, find your nicest course, and then we're gonna kill all the grass on it. <laughs> 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 Every single living piece of 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 plant life within a f- one mile radius of this course is gonna die because we're gonna kill it. And it's just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem fun to me, and it doesn't seem. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm totally down for a hard course, mm-hmm. but I'm, but they but it's so contrived. I mean, if you're going to kill all the grass, of course, no one's going to play well.
1: Well, I just don't understand why. I mean, like you gotta, you gotta concede something somewhere. And I feel like you need to, you know, in this situation for those that didn't watch and maybe don't care about this, the greens got to the point on Saturday afternoon where they wouldn't hold the ball. And I've played courses like that, and it's as an amateur, it's, it's wildly frustrating. It's, you know, I said to you the other day, I was like, if you and I ever played golf on a course like that, you'd never hear me stop bitching about it. I'd bitch about it for 10 years. <laughs> right. Like, if I hit shots that are four feet to the pin, and it bled like 25 feet off into or 20 yards into a collection area, and I had to chip it back, and then it rolled over the other side of the green, I would just walk off the course and be like, fuck this, this is not fun, I'm leaving. Right. Um, I mean, you know, your other option, whatever. But the point is, is that, you know, Make some concessions. Let the rough grow around the greens a little bit. Like, do something where, like, if you don't want the greens to hold the ball, you want to be lightning quick, you want to make putting extremely difficult, I'm with that. You know, I get it. Like, I know the the guys have said that uh, one of the most difficult things about the Masters is that the break is so severe and the greens are so slippery that you have to get comfortable taking the ball outside the hole on a putt that's too short like that you spend the rest of the year hitting a two-foot putt into the cup and you know at the masters you've got to take a line outside the hole and that's super uncomfortable
0: but how does the but how does Augusta how does Augusta make that green those greens happen without giving you like this five-foot bounce off of a perfectly struck pitching wedge and your ball goes over the green and 40 yards down a hill somewhere I don't know See, I mean, but people know how to do this, is what I'm saying. Sure. And the thing is, it's like defending par is like defending. It's like okay, now we want to make the the hundred yard dash ten seconds. So we're you have to run uphill now. <laughs> you know, it's just it's we're making we're we're making a bank. I know Usain Bolt, you're faster than that. But you know what? Ten seconds is really what we want to see the we want to really see the 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 hundred meter dash at, at, at ten seconds. So we're gonna make the course like an uphill grade by like one and a half degrees <laughs> or something. I mean, it's you, you don't have to trick it out. They're better. Things are better. Everyone's better at everything that we do today in sports. Golf just needs to get hold of their, themselves and just say, yeah, you know what? These guys are going to shoot 12 under. Just give them a fair but hard test and just let them shoot the scores they shoot. I mean, this whole defense of, this whole defense of the past, baseball does it. I mean, but every other sport's totally fine with the fact that that their athletes are much improved over over what what came in the past.
1: Yeah, and I it's okay, I could see it where well, you know, I'm not I'm generally not a defender of the past. I am not what you would call a conservative um especially when it comes to sports. But uh I guess I'm struggling with it because I do sort of enjoy watching the struggle. There are moments where it's like you know it's nice to watch somebody get psyched out by it like Phil did and you know do something stupid now i didn't want to uh, move off this topic before we had a chance to talk a little bit more about that so did you want to talk about the defensive part a little more or do you want to talk about Phil
0: no we can we can we can have to Phil but okay. the uh <laughs> because because this is this is Phil this is the part where we probably we're going to i think we're going to diverge here because People, some people were entertained by it and some people were not and I, and I personally was not entertained by the fact what Phil Mickelson did which is to say he was putting this ball it was going to roll off the green some 40 yards away and he runs over and he whacks a moving ball now the USG, USGA interpreted that as making a stroke at a moving ball he did set his foot Oh come on. You, I'm just saying did he, did he make a stance? Did he address the ball? That rule is not made for that rule is not made for that situation. I Fair mean, enough. that I mean rule whatever, fourteen five, you know, striking a moving ball is not made for purposefully doing that. Like so, let's say he left that putt short and he was like pissed and he sort of turned his back and kind of waved his putter carelessly, and accidentally brushed his ball. That's rule 14-5. You know what I mean? That is <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> so not to get not to get all sort of goony about the rules here, but he should have gotten disqualified. I don't think there's any question in my mind that that's rule 1-2, which is to say slow internet. Um, a player must not take action with the intent to influence the movement of a ball in play. Yeah. That is the rule. And that's a DQ. Yeah,
1: and I don't actually disagree with your argument.
0: But, I, but you know, for everyone to sort of laugh it off. Now, people gave a lot of stick to Jack Buck when they always do. or not Jack Buck, Joe Buck. Joe Buck. I I poisoned you with the Jack Sock. By by the way, yeah, that's just, that was eight year old me listening to the Cardinal radio broadcast. Joe Buck for, for saying, well, this is shocking. And he, I don't think he overreacted. Um, I think that was, I think he was right to say, that's shocking. Um, I think it was just a
1: weird choice of words. Yeah. And here's the thing. I think inexplicable is the word you're really looking for there yeah because it's not shocking it's just sort of like wow that's a surprise that's inexplicable you know but shocking is the I first thing i thought shocking. about well yeah but the first thing i thought about was the pantomime moon or pan, pantomime moon that randy moss did like, well that is right. a disgusting <laughs> act and thing, you know that's why people don't like joe buck because i mean just settle down a little bit on this on the the uh the outrage. smarmy yes just like we don't need it, all right? I don't need you to be offended on my behalf, Joe Buck. Well, like, Just I mean, tell me what happened. You are essentially serving as a newscaster who reads the events in front, that unfold in front of you with a little bit of drama in your voice. I don't need your personal takes on what's happening.
0: Well, I mean, that's, their, their job is to amplify. And in this case, I, I don't think he was out of bounds to amplify the fact that this was something you were not expecting to see, which I would say was shocking. It's
1: the sh- it's the use of the word shocking and the tone of voice that he used it was immediately harkened back to the, the disgusting <laughs> act
0: fair enough but the 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 fact that people sort of were brushing it off like oh ho that's just that's just Phil Phil being Phil I wasn't so I wasn't so sure and then he comes back during his post round interview and was like oh, I meant to do it I knew I knew what I was doing there.
1: Well, once he but said that, then I thought he should have. Then I actually thought he should have been disqualified.
0: Yeah, well, he's a big he's a big liar is what he is, and um, and I just can't. I just I'm just not. i just not good with it. I just uh, I don't like. And then he said, "Oh, my favorite thing. Let me wrap this up by saying, when he said, I thought about doing that on the 15th green at Augusta. Y- you know what would happen if he did that on the 15th green of Augusta? <laughs> The chairman would come down, rip his like, rip his green jackets off of his back, and kick him out of there forever. Is what they would do to him if he did that at Augusta. So he was talking shit, and I just was not. I was not. I, I'm usually amused by what Phil does. I'm usually fine with it, but I, his BS just wore me out. Yeah, yeah I, I was not a fan. But the bottom I,
1: line for me is that I got a little fed up with the the, the just the outrage about. Like the heat, you know, the, the disrespect and everything else. It's like, just, just settle
0: down. You know, golf just, is golf is kind of like that anyway, and not, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but you're the guy who wants you know you're the you're you're pro defensive par. So I mean, what about tradition? About you know, it's, I just there's, I there's like some, that. I know that
1: there's a tournament where I know that it, the field is going to struggle. I actually there's something I just enjoy
0: about the idea know, that it's hard golf. I'm totally down with hard golf. I'm not down with unfair golf. All right, on to the next piece. All right, gaming microtransactions. Oh, so um, what are you what are you currently playing now that that involves some amount of microtransactions? Do you is there was well, there I mean that a, was is the thing. Some, is there a it, game on your mind?
1: Uh, no, not really. I just you know I started it started for me with you know, mobile gaming, right? That became mm-hmm. the first sort of bastion of of microtra- microtransactions. And for any listeners that aren't familiar with what we're talking about, uh, what a mic- gaming microtransaction is is that almost every video game now, um. That has any sort of online component has the ability for you to essentially pay your way to achievements. Um, to buy some sort of a currency inside the game. It allows you to purchase items or characters or whatever the situation might be, or upgrades or what have you.
0: Sure. Your it's, clash of clans model. Sure, exactly that's exactly that's right. The, that's the one. That's uh, the that's the one I always associate with microtransactions.
1: Yeah, you'll often hear these referred to as freemium. But yeah. more and more console games now. Um, are having an online marketplace because that's where the perpetual money is, right? It's like, let me sell you a platform, essentially a gaming platform. And I'm not talking about the console specifically. I'm talking about the game in this case. I'm going to sell you an ecosystem, right? And then I'm going to continually release updates to that ecosystem, you know, maybe four, twice, two times, four times a year. I'm going to give you some additional content for free. Sure. And in return for what I've provided to you, I'm going to make the game either... I, I feel like we've, we've drifted into almost a place where it's not fun to be a free to pay free to play player, particularly with a console game where I already had to spend four hundred dollars on a console and fifty or sixty bucks or eighty dollars on a game. And then you're talking about, oh well, I've got to put in an extra forty hours unless I want to drop, you know, sixty bucks on the crystal pack. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like I- I'm starting to resent it in a way that is starting to feel visceral. And that's why I wanted to bring it up to you because I've been playing game, video games, like console video games, since. I mean, my grandparents had a Pong.
0: Yeah, I mean, all your <laughs> life. I yes. mean, honestly, honestly, all my life. And I got back, a Nintendo in
1: 1984, a Nintendo sure. Entertainment System in 1984. I was five years old.
0: It was the it's the introduction of the level up, which is so. It's essentially, they, 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 God bless the gaming people for figuring this out. First of all, they just they're just they're just really preying on our egos. Because the last thing you want to do is work to level up. Right. And number two, if you're playing PvP, player versus player, and you're getting just worked, well, the easiest thing to do is throw down some money and upgrade your entire experience. It's like, I'm tired of getting shot and killed. And That's worked the over.
1: opposite of video gaming, though.
0: <laughs> right. But the, they, they figured it out. The, they figured out the fact that you're, you, you know, you're, you're number one, you're impatient. You know, no one wants to grind for the levels.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And number two, your your ego is soft. So when other players, I mean, if the game beats you up, that's just video gaming. But when other players in a multiplayer situation are just wasting you, you get pissed.
1: Yeah, it's and not And you fun. can't
0: and you can't handle it. And the first thing you do is you reach for your wallet and you're saying, "I'm going to upgrade my entire experience. I need a hotter gun. I need a hotter. I need." The higher level of armor, I need all this other stuff, <laughs> because I am tired of getting worked by some kid, you know, in North Dakota. You know, I'm just, this is pissing yeah. me off. And I think that, that I, you know, I think I've thrown, i throw down little, little bits of money on microtransactions with sort of, with games here and there. No more than about, you know, five bucks here, or five bucks there, or whatever. I mean, just to, just to get me through... You know, I'll play for a while and then I'll say, oh, yeah, I'll just throw a little money into it and just upgrade my experience and it'll be fine. But it- I can't do that. I can't do the big money. I can't do the big money spend.
1: Well, it's interesting you say that because it works against my fiscal responsibility. Like My fiscal responsibility gene is the one that says if I have to use the ATM that I'm going to have to pay for, take out the maximum amount of money. Sure. Right. Minimize the percentage of the fees that you're going to pay. I'm eventually going to get this ca- get through this cash. I might as well just get it all now if I have to right. make this choice. Well, the fucking microtransaction is the opposite. Oh, spend this much, and you know, you'll get twice as much resources for basically the same price. And it's like, but then it's a much larger purchase point. Sure. And sure. then some of these games, the price point on these packs and stuff is just insane. It's like you're literally gonna. You here's here's a randomized, you know, I don't know. But equipment pack delivery that costs ninety dollars, right? <laughs> it's like, that, well, what? That's, well, that's
0: not happening for me personally. No, me neither. But but I but I, I don't, I'm, I'd throw down a five or a ten. I mean, just just it's never I, worth it. I'm, I've gone. It's, I've it's, sworn it's off. Never, it's well, it's never worth it. But sometimes you figure, hey, you know, I could go to the movies for twelve dollars. Or I could stay in and play this game and spend five dollars and just have a better have a better game experience for the next three hours. That's I mean fair. it's no different it's no different to me than that. I mean that's kinda how I look at it. I mean I'm not gonna throw down forty nine ninety five for the whatever. That's just nuts. Yeah. But every now and again if I'm just if I'm cruising along and I think, Oh, you know, it'd be fun to have a a better this or a better that I mean and you know, I'm in for five or ten bucks. I yeah you know, I can do five or ten bucks every so often. Do your kids play Fortnite? No, okay. no they don't. No, the kids. Uh, I don't. I don't know what my kids are playing these days. They, they. Uh, they're, you know, the little one. He plays Roblox. Right. Um, I don't know what. Uh, I don't know what Lucy's playing. Nothing. Yeah, I haven't apparently. seen a
1: lot of interest from my my girls.
0: They come. They come in and my, They come in and play like Battlefront on the uh, on the PlayStation, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But they don't. They're not. They're not hardcore. I mean, they're not. Uh, most That's of good. the time, they're most of the time they're just watching YouTube videos of people playing video games. That's weird. <laughs> That's it's the ra- it's all the rage. The kids love that, and and I don't know. I just I, sometimes I'll, I'll just watch them, and they'll be watching videos of people playing video games. You know, I
1: again. This is this. You know how I know I'm old, <laughs> because I read a lot of the esports articles on the internet. Not read a lot of them, but like if I see an interesting one, I'll look at it. And then mostly, it's so I can be conversant, you know, about the subject matter. Not because sure. I'm genuinely interested in it. Although I am often interested in the game that I'm not playing and see what other people are playing and also what's popular in the um, the esports arena. Uh, but I watch those videos and like, you'll read a whole, like a three paragraph article that describes what happened in the video. And then I'll watch the video and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got to watch it like six times. And even then I'm
1: not, pick- I'm hardly picking out the detail.
0: Right. I think what it, was it last year. I was watching the league of legends championships or whatever. And the announcer would be like, Oh, that's a, that combo is a blah. And i It's like, what? It's like, Oh, it's like, <laughs> Oh, he's setting him up for the blah, 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 blah. And then, it's amazing. I, I've that's, never that's, felt like less <laughs> capable or like less idea what the hell's going on around me
1: than when I see those videos.
0: I enjoyed it, and it was funny because it was this mix of, you know, Monday night football, yeah, world wrestling, you know, world wrestling entertainment and video games, yeah. And I thought it was well produced. I, I was entertained by it, but I didn't understand the game mechanics and all that other stuff. I don't know, you know, it, it was pretty. It was uh, it was fun to be a little lost about it.
1: Yeah, I watched some uh, some Overwatch League, and I just have no idea what's happening. I'm like, how can you pay? I, I don't, how could you announce this? I guess you just have if you played it a bunch, it's a lot more. The visual cues mean more to you. Yeah, um, and it moves really fast, right? But that I guess it'd be like trying to watch somebody play a game that maybe you have played, like a Call of Duty or a Battlefront, something that's set up in that sure. first person shooter setup. I'm just I going to bring it back to the theme and just say that for me. The, the chase for dollars in the video game world has, has really ruined my desire to uh, continue to pursue gaming as a hobby because I don't like the idea that I not only do I have to buy the game, but then I have to you know pay a bunch of money to, to get to a point where it's fun. Um, so I, I don't mind the freemium model so much if the game is free to play and you can kind of if you want to wait for the you know the crystal energy refresh or whatever the hell it is mm. um, and you have the patience for it then cool that's that's fine. Um, but the console microtransaction Thing I have a real problem with
0: Yeah and I, I, don't, I don't do the, the Console microtransaction thing I just don't care Enough because I don't play right with, Generally with other people on, the, on You know I just you know I play Madden I play some basketball I play some you know Whatever I mean it's not it's, I mean I just it, I do it to Pass the time and, and I enjoy gaming but I, I'm not I'm never going to be that guy uh, and then you know you just have to find the games you want to play. I think that you know, I you know I'm a big fan of some of those slower burn sim kind of games where you mm-hmm. can play like, where you can play them and watch TV at the same time. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know those are the those are I mean this is just an easy thing to do, and they don't cost anything. And you know if you, you find a, a couple, I like I like this one game called Banished, which okay. is basically about people living in this mountain. you just have to stay alive (laughs) by growing food and stuff i don't know it's and you could you could do it while you watch tv and it's it's just a nice thing but yeah you're i don't but there's no microtransactions in it there's just it's just this little stupid little game where you know you get invested in uh in people's you know in your in your little village of (laughs) of uh farmers so i don't know it's kind of a kind of a weird thing
1: Well, I play a couple of those different like turn-based teaming games. Uh, You know, Michael Marvel Strike Force, and uh, we've talked about Star Wars uh, Galaxy of Heroes before. Um, And I just had the painful realization the other day that it's all pointless. (laughs) Well, sure,
0: but there is no. I mean, it's the kind. Yeah,
1: but this is the kind of (laughs) game. These are the kind of games where there's no end. There is no end. You're just leveling up characters and gearing up characters for for eternity. Right. And they'll just keep updating the game, and you'll just play it forever. Yeah, you're like the rat
0: in the Skinner box, like, trying to get that damn food pebble, right? You're I think like I've been playing this game, the- like, almost every day for two
1: years, I realized. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: it's like, what have I done with my life? Not much. Oh, well, you know.
1: Enough, I guess, that I can have the, the luxury of being able to play. It's not a ton of games. And the reason I like those games is because you can... Um, Pick them up and then set them down. And that's how my life is, right? It's like, I've got 10 minutes while I'm watching TV before I get interrupted by the kids. I'm just going to pop open the device and do this while...
0: Exactly. I mean, you can't... I mean, exactly. It fits into your lifestyle.
1: Exactly.
0: the, uh, The Sim game does that, too, because you can pause it. Right. Right? There's this whole... You know, there's this whole... Like when I used to play World of Warcraft. You can't right. pause World of no, Warcraft. that's the problem with online like,
1: PvP. Yeah, yeah, you can't stop your, it.
0: Your, your wife comes in and she says, hey, Chris, I need you to do this. Now, it's like, you know, I'm in kind of in the middle of this thing. Do you see this giant dragon? I got to like run and then hide and then like, it's like, it's going to be like 12 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be tough. like, She'd be like, uh... Stuff. No, do it now. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Pause. She's like, hit pause. I can't. I can't pause. There's no pause. I cannot pause this game. Yeah. It is impossible. It's a problem. Well, I mean, you just can't have games like that until you, you know. But the thing is, by the time like, I think we're getting to the point where, at some point, are we going to be the first generation of retirees who just basically sit around and play video games? Yes, as retirees. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's really my generation of people. Like, maybe some people who are slightly older than me. But maybe if you're you're probably in the realm of maybe as old as 55 right now, today. Okay. I mean, that's the start of the very first generation of old people who will retire and sit around and play video games all day. (laughs) With your arthritic fingers. And just sit around and be like... Because what's a perfect... You know how retirees get all sort of crappy and old? Like, I got nothing to do and whatever? Yeah. I will always be able to play some video games. Right. I mean, Are you going to get the arthritis? Sure. I already have the arthritis. But, I mean, I could... I may be able to, like, tape a mouse to my hand with, like, some duct tape. And, like, and like peck peck a keyboard with one finger. Hey, Maury! You're coming <laughs> over to play some FIFA later! <laughs> As long as I get to be Ronaldo. (laughs) He sucks! (laughs) How did we become old Jewish men just now? It's the first old man stereotype I got. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it'll be fun. Basically, you know, sitting around, being retired, you know, you get up, have some breakfast, make sure the yard looks nice, make sure the house is picked up, and then, you know, play video games and smoke dope. (laughs) <laughs> until like no,
1: so no get up breakfast round of golf yoga video games weed that's <laughs> bed <it. laughs> yeah good night I mean, good night maybe some whiskey at the end of the night if i'm feeling See, spicy that is
0: that i'm looking forward to that retirement <laughs> oh, if we better like, work know, a lot harder yeah people 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 get sort of crappy about it. i don't know what i'm gonna do when i retire it's like shit i don't know what i'm gonna do you just named it yeah nothing nothing i you know, the world is made the world is just completely greased for doing nothing these days and it's and god bless it
1: going to have to put away a lot of savings a lot of ducats in the bank for that
0: the thing is it's not the, it's that that's not going to be that expensive a retirement to be honest with you I mean, well, really. we've slid
1: well into the OT with no actual transition or segue. That's fine. I think eyes.
0: that's fine. We don't care. People well, People this is like, this is an interesting this is an interesting uh thought <laughs> exercise. It's like see the future of retirement and it looks pretty good. And I think I think, don't we, think, sound, I think we sound extremely spoiled and privileged. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with that? I, you know, people have people, you know, doesn't feel like the time for it. Well, I'm I'm not going to feel bad about being born on third base. And it's just not. I'm just not going to feel bad about it. I mean, I do what I can to help others. I'm totally, you know, I sure. I I don't consider myself woke <laughs> because that's just a shitty thing to say about yourself. But I, you know, I'm not blind to what what ails people in this world, and you know, you know, trying to get you know, trying to raise some people in this house to be better people, and you know, do what we can to to make the world a better place. But I, I mean. I don't know. I don't want to be embarrassed about privilege. I just, 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 to, just to end the podcast on that. <laughs> well, let's pe-
1: put it. Let's flip it on its head and say, you know what? It's good to have goals. And if you don't like my goals, that's your fucking problem, not mine. <laughs> well, before we cut off, though, before we so that, you just wrote that DJ was the LeBron of golf, and we didn't get to that in our U.S. Open segment. So I want to ask you that. We did not.
0: Was. I just think so. Here's the yeah. DJ the LeBron of golf. We'll we'll wrap up with this. I just think DJ's got—he's an amazing talent, and I think he's—he might be. He might be playing as good a golf. His oh, his yeah. high gears, his high gears right now are as high gears anybody can play the game maybe yes. ever. Yes, right. He is physically as talent. He's the he's the most physically talented golfer we've ever seen, and he's an amazing player. But he's either gotten snake bit. And not one. He's not won nearly. He's not won enough majors to say he's got one. Uh-huh. He's thirty three years old. Right. He's been it in feels the like he should have five or six. Right. It. It easily. Yeah. Easily. And and I just and I feel like he doesn't get he doesn't get any stick for it because we like him. Yeah. But but really he is he's he's threading the <laughs> he's he's getting close to being the LeBron of golf. And even though LeBron's won three championships again it's not enough dj's been involved very closely in at least four others i can think of right off the top of my head and he's come away with one
1: it's gonna be like the reverse johnny miller if he doesn't win anymore because it's gonna be like what you wasted your 20s not being good
0: well you wasted your 20s just sort of like being a slacker yeah
1: like bouncing around on the tour not winning here and there but never being like number one
0: getting in trouble living the lifestyle. I mean, and then finally he gets serious <laughs> about do it. <laughs> just, I was moving a jet ski and I hurt my back. And now I have to be off the tour for 6 months. <laughs> but the uh but yeah, I mean, he needs to he needs to win. This weekend was the same kind of deal. He fought his way through the toughest half of the draw. He got to the weekend. He gets and he got stuck in neutral. I mean, that's just basically what it comes down to. He he got yeah. beat up on Saturday, and then on that Sunday he just didn't hit it close enough to, to make any birdies and uh, and again he sh- and he only lost by two strokes or whatever. Right. So it was so he if he continues to get snake bit if he comes away if he if he goes through his thirties and wins one more or two more it's going to be a huge underachievement.
1: Agreed, agreed. He's doing it. okay. So your so your criticism of LeBron is not accomplishing enough with the, with the talent that he's given.
0: Yeah, and it's a little <laughs> bit different for LeBron because you know he's a team. Teammates, sport. yeah, yeah. But yeah, he but it's sort of it's it's it feels very similar in that here's somebody who's talent wise and physically is is head and shoulders above his peers and just isn't as is, isn't coming away with enough hardware. For sure.
1: The, the last sort thing of, I wanted to touch know, on. Oh, sort of like me. Have... Sort of like you. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So the one thing I said I had ideas for the overtime, and I just wanted to talk about this briefly, was that if you saw it today, there was a report that Jeff Triplett, famed NFL official, uh, who screwed up numerous calls over the years, um, in really a quite, quite egregious ways, uh, is set to be the ESPN uh, Monday Night Football official, uh, you know, rules analyst. Oh, God. And... I'm sorry, but my memory of Jeff Triplett is that he's the worst referee at speaking on the mic of all of them. And I don't understand that higher at all. It's like, let's take the guy who was really bad at making calls and terrible about explaining them on TV and then put him on TV to explain calls.
0: Right. You know, we had that heyday of Monday Night Football where we had, I thought, I, Tirico and Gruden I thought were great. Mm-hmm. They were a good team together. Then Trico leaves, we get Sean McDonough who her. so he, he's sort of he's sort of whatever and then gruden bounces to go coach and then we get witten jason witten so now it's going to be mcdonough witten and jeff in <laughs> the <laughs> booth did, i'm really not sure if monday night football's trending in the right way i guess i guess i need to give witten a chance now you know, it's that, been on sunday night for nearly a decade come on what's that
1: it's been alan chris the alan chris show on sunday night nobody cares about anything else anymore
0: right i mean those two those two are the best yeah like buck buck aikman you know al Al alan aikman is not good aikman you're you're absolutely wrong ty (laughs) that's absolutely right joe (laughs) shut up you're you're absolutely right joe oh god just anybody
1: else (laughs)
0: hey considering the guys had like 43 recorded concussions i think he's doing great absolutely everything is relative <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and i think that's all we have for you kids
1: i think so well once again we appreciate you listening to the two on three pod and uh, i'll try not to screw up the outro this week because i keep doing it but uh I like to, I'm trying to, well, I'm trying to come up with something catchy, right? We're, work, we're workshopping this live in the air right now. It's like, so <laughs> I was like, I, I liked it, I liked what I came up with halfway through last week, but then I blew it. It was sort of like, uh, we appreciate you, li- you listening each with and your every ears. week. With the, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could say something about tickling your ears. That seems gross. I don't know. There's a lot going on. Uh, at any rate, thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back next week with more shenanigans. Peace. Uh huh, yeah. yeah. About the Uh huh. Now, what y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, brawlers. We'll be dipping in the bins with the spoilers. On the low from the Jake and the Taurus. Trying to get my hands on some grants like Horace. Yeah, living the raw deal. Three course meals, spaghetti, fettuccine, and veal. But still. Everything's real in the field, and what you can't have now leaving your will. Not me for trying to bury seven zeros over in Rio, Janeiro, Ain't nobody's hero, but I wanna be heard. On your hot night seven every day, that's my word. Swimming in women with their own condominiums. Five plus fives, who drive millenniums? It's all about the Benjamins, what? I get a 50 pound bag of oof for the mutts. Five carrots on my hands with the cuts. And something I wanna home it out with the clutch. Drinking more liquor, driving a bro bigger. I'm with most zippers, watched by gold diggers. Rocking Bajor denims with gold zippers. Lost your touch, we kept ours. Popping crystals, freaking the three quarter reptiles. Enormous cream, forest green. Binge G for my team. So while you sleep, i am a scheme. You see through, so why nobody never gonna believe you? You should do what we do stack chips like. Don't let the melody intrigue you Cause I leave you I'm only here For that green paper with I'm strictly trying to cop those Colossal size Picassos And have poppy Coke outside don't got those gottos. The end, uh, With cash flowing like Sosa And the Latin chick Transporting in a chocha Stampeding over Pop modes never sober Flexing rainbows Dealing weight by Minnesota Avoiding off With camcorders And Chevy Novas Stash in the building With this chick named Malona From Daytona When I was young I want the boner But now only hit chicks who win beauty passions tricking and taking me skin at the Aspens, uh, Gangsta the mint Stay poppin', twist out, Pack a black pistol in the act, coupe the soft brown Pinky ringin', gondolas with the man singin' Italian music down the river with your chick clingin'
0: To my bizzles, player you mad for Actin' hard when you as pussy as RuPaul's cool. I want to do,
1: want to be ballers, shot callers, baby.
0: brawlers, We'll be dipping in the bins baby. with the spoilers, uh, on the low uh, for this uh, day, but the blood want
1: to bumble with the B, huh? Throw a heck yeah. on the whole family, dressed yeah, yeah. in all black like the Omen, have your friends singing "This is for my homies, and you know me, for making niggas so sick, lost in my six with the legs on the wrist. If it's murder, you know she wrote it German Ruger for your ass, bitch, deep-throated Know you wanna
0: feel the room, cause it's flat and coated Take your pick, got a firearm, you shoulda told it Suck a dick, all that bullshit you kick Play a hatin' from the sideline. get your own shit
1: Why you ride mine, I'm a good fella, kinda lady. 80s in
0: states. Puffy hold me down baby Only female in my crew And I kick shit Like a uh, nigga do With uh, the trigger too uh, Fuck you I baby had skills Crystal still. High bills in Brazil About the middle meal of ice grill making it hard to figure me Nigga be kicking me And my asshole Undercover Down in grass cold That's my east coast girl The Bentley the twirl My west coast shorty Push the chrome 740 Rock with red man and naughty all in my kitty cat, have brick and gate In the bra Where my titties at And I'm living that, whole life we push weight uh-huh. Fuck the state, 10 fuck holes in Penn State Listen close, it's Francis, the prayer mantis Attack with the map, my left hand spit Right hand flip on the whip, for the smooth way. Player haters, get away, all my lead will spray Squeeze off till I'm empty, don't tempt me Only to hell I send thee, all about the Benji's squad.